0: Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament.
1: Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. In another must-win scenario on Saturday, men's basketball broke out a can of Raid and avoided the bee stings.
0: You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day. What's up, Wolfpack Nation? It's time to get locked in with Locked On. Thanks for making Locked On Wolfpack your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's sponsor is LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. Happy Monday to all. As always, I'm Grayson Boone joined by former Wolfpack defensive tackle Kenton Gibbs. As I just mentioned, the men's basketball team found themselves in another must win, maybe a can't lose situation on Saturday as they welcomed in Georgia Tech uh, to PNC Arena and they got it done. NC State's currently fortunate to be in the middle of a three game homestand stand. They went out, they defended home court, and they got the job done. Yeah,
0: this is a game, and, you know, at the end of the day, we talk about the inaugural uh, Ebenezer-Dewana Bowl and whatnot, and and this is a game where, oddly enough, the bigs were kind of no-shows. Like, for both sides here, this game was all about what the guards did, and you kind of – there were moments where it seemed like, oh, man – Georgia Tech is going to come away with this thing. But for all the flack that Kevin Keats gets, and rightfully so, he finds ways to get it done against, quote-unquote, inferior opponents. And this was one of them in that, you know, we we talked about both of these teams. You never know which version you're going to get because Georgia Tech has been known to play up and down to some of the best and some of the worst in the conference. And this was just a game where they didn't seem to have much passion and fire. From the get-go, it just seemed like this team was hungry and desperate And they did enough to come away with a win.
1: Georgia Tech is a little bit of a scrappy bunch. Obviously, you mentioned last week that they were able to knock off UNC on their home court down in Atlanta. So you had to expect that they're going to show something making their way up to Raleigh. But I thought NC State did a good job of controlling a game of runs. It was a little bit of an up-and-down game. But ultimately, NC State controlled what they needed to control. I thought they did a good job in the turnover margin. I believe it was 12-4 to in favor of NC State. I think they did get out-rebounded again, but didn't ultimately hurt them in the end, As although I do still think that's a little bit of a uh, an area of concern. But nonetheless, I thought we got good guard play in this game. DJ Horn went off for 26 points. He's been on a little bit of a heater of recent shot. I believe it was four of eight from deep. He was 10 of 11 at the free throw line. Great game from DJ Horn. Jaden Taylor really showed out in this game, and for a guy that struggled a little bit offensively, of late i think he's really starting to come into his own or at least you hope so he added in 21 points and seven boards of his own defensively he's still continuing to be that guy he had three more steals in this game also had the miraculous play where he grabbed the rebound from his backside and then found michael o'connell for an open three-pointer good enough for number one on the sports center top 10 so that was a cool moment for the team to be shown on a national spotlight in that sense and The receiving end of that pass was Michael O'Connell, an absolute dog. Just another great game. Stop us if you've heard this before. Michael O'Connell is continuing to play winning basketball. He had seven points, seven boards, and six assists. Just continuing to really open things up for this basketball team right now. Yeah, and there's
0: not a world in which you could say that Michael O'Connell has not been a massive gift for NC State, even though he was one of the guys that was less heralded in this transfer class. He has consistently shown that when he's on the court, good things happen. He makes the plays that need to be made, you know, the the quote unquote winning plays that don't go on the stat sheets. Right. He does the things that, you know, those deflections and those tip balls and those the ability to have those hockey assists where it's like, I may not get the assist, but I'm going to pass it to the guy that creates the angle for the guy who's going to score here. It's is something truly special to the way that he plays the game and how that what that adds to this team. And also, I'll give Keats credit for another thing, right? The small lineup deal. Because we talk about the bigs not being important. The bigs not being important was not a, a thing that happened by way of, hey, we played all of our bigs 30 minutes plus, nobody just got it done. No, that wasn't the case. This was a, an intentional effort to say we're gonna go small, we'll run them out to the gym. Let's see how they can take it. And they did, they didn't do well with it at all.
1: I'm glad you brought that up. That's actually one of my big picture takeaways that we'll talk about in just a second. But the the I guess re-emergence of Michael O'Connell being a fixture in this lineup, you're seeing the dividends paid off. And we talked about the, the stat tweeted out a couple weeks ago. Basically, you crunch all the numbers and it shows that good things happen for NC state when Michael O'Connell is on the floor. And of course, much of that is angled toward his assist rate and being able to create for others. Something I think is flying a little bit under the radar in terms of Michael O'Connell is he's getting better defensively. He had three major steals in this game and it just feels like even a guy like Michael O'Connell to go and get seven boards of his own. I think six of them were defensive boards. He's giving you more than just assist and the occasional bucket here and there. But He's doing the little things. He's grabbing boards. He's creating havoc on the defensive end. Just a great get, like you mentioned, and kind of an underrated glue guy. Of course, it's ironic to look at the white point guard as the glue guy for a basketball team, but you can't deny it at this point. He's such a valuable asset to, I guess, trying to keep this season alive at this point, and he's being a very crucial piece to it.
0: Anita Baker is is one of my favorite singers, and one of my songs, or one of her songs that I love the most is giving you the best that I got, right? Because it, it literally applies to so many situations in life and so many things in life. And when you look at Michael O'Connell, you're right. He does fit that stereotypical, you know, how Not Another Team movie had all these parodies of all these archetypes in movies that are always there. He is the archetype of the guy that you look at and you say, oh, he's not super athletic. He's not going to jump out the gym. He's not going to scare anybody in terms of his just straight ahead speed or even quickness defensively. But he's going to give you everything that he has every night. He is, of the players on the team this year, he is one of the ones that is more so like this than most of the guys on the team because he just, he's the same guy every night. Don't expect him to give you a 30-point game here. Now, he's not going to drop you off with a 30-piece. He's not going to do that. But he's going, you know, somewhere between that five and ten point range, somewhere between that three and eight assist range. He's going to do what needs to be done to keep the offense flowing, to keep the ball moving. When we tend to get into that, oh, back him down that three point line offense or that. Oh, well, we're just going to play hot potato because nobody wants to shoot and nobody can put it on the floor either. So, uh, right. yeah, we're we're in quite a dilemma there, aren't we? You know, he's he's the guy that keeps the the drink going pretty
1: much and it really speaks to the success of a guy like a dj horn because we talked about earlier in the season where there were several times <laughs> where it looked like dj horn was just trying to do too much i think you could even lump casey morsel into that category as well and the influx of michael o'connell minutes here you're starting to see that pay off with more open looks and more generated offense from your guards and it just it can't go understated how much O'Connell means to this team at this point in time. we got another home game coming up on Wednesday. It's another one of these must-win, can't-lose situations. Got to keep finding ways to win a basketball game. Up next, we're getting into our big-picture takeaways from this win over Georgia Tech after a quick word from our sponsors. Our first sponsor of the day is LinkedIn. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role you're looking for. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to interview and hire. It gives you access to professionals that you simply cannot find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all of this while making the process easier and much more intuitive. Hiring is easier when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses can get a qualified candidate within just 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats that they might just not have the time or resources to hire efficiently. So LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make this process easier. They've even just launched a feature that will help you write job descriptions, making that process a bit more streamlined. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. March Madness is right around the
0: corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast.
1: Middle portion of our Monday show. Now I wanted to get into some big picture takeaways from this win over Georgia Tech on Saturday. I'll start here with the record. NC State now sits at 17-5 and overall, 7-4 and within the ACC. And wouldn't you know it, we're back inside the top four. Actually, sole possession of fourth place in the ACC. Mentioned that we have Pitt coming to Raleigh on Wednesday. So this is a chance, despite all of the turmoil that we went through these last couple weeks. NC State can now rewrite the ship and find themselves at 8-4, and four, potentially, through 12 games in ACC play. What does this mean for this team now looking ahead? The
0: double bye is right there. But you cannot think about the double bye. You have to think about Pitt. Yes. The minute that you start to get ahead of yourself, the minute that you start thinking about the Super Bowl and the wild card game, that's when you lose. You have got to be where your feet are. And being locked in to, hey, we need to beat Pitt. It is of pivotal importance to get a win against Pitt. It is everything to us to just win this one game. We need to come out with desperation for this one game. That will put this team in a position they need to be in to have success.
1: And it's it kind of follows the same storylines as the last two games. Miami and Georgia Tech were two teams that had struggled a little bit. Starting to maybe try and find some footing now. Pitt's another one of those. They're starting to come on strong of late. And for NC State, it's another scenario where if you don't win this one, then the last two games you won, they don't really mean anything anymore. And we talked about the importance of defending home court. You're, you're in the middle of a three-game home stretch of three games that you have to have. You ticked off the first two. None of that matters unless you also go get the third one. And yeah. after, after this third game against Pitt on Wednesday – then you have a little bit of a tough schedule on the road. You go on the road to Wake Forest. You know you know they would love nothing more than to put it on us after the game in Raleigh that went down. And then after that, you got to go on the road to Clemson. We've talked about the way that Clemson views our basketball program. They don't respect us. And we need to go down there and prove to them a reason why they should. But before all that, you got to win this game against Pitt on Wednesday.
0: This team, they need to have tunnel vision on one game. On this one game against Pitt because again, Pitt has shown Pitt has shown they upset Duke and Cameron. It's not an easy task.
1: Yeah.
0: That is not a short order. Coach Capel knows firsthand how crazy it can get, for lack of a better word, in Cameron. He knows. He's experienced it. He's been part of it. And so for him to come out of that game with a win shows you this team has the talent. They have the ability. And we also know that basketball is a very, hey, did the ball go in the room or not? You can do everything right, but if the shots are not falling, congratulations, buddy, you're walking out with an L. And we've had many a night, many an afternoon, where it just seemed like somebody had a lid on the basket, where it seemed like we had the exact reverse of Angel in the outfield going on, where somebody was just standing at the rim, swatting them away. Okay? So with that being said, again, lock in on this game, do all the little things right, and uh, have the game in your lives because you need to. And this one, and then the next one, and then you gotta do it again after that because the ACC is not getting the respect that, that we should be getting nationally, you know. Despite the fact that every time we get into the tournament, we act a fool in there every time. <laughs> I, I want to say Miami was what Final Four last year, the year before that, the Boys and Baby Blue, the Dirty Foot Club went to Natty. This is this is I, I want to say there was a Battle of the Blues in in the the Final Four not too long ago, but this is the deal. This is part of the deal, part and parcel for who we are. NC State will not give respect. The ACC will not give respect. So you have to take it within the ACC for the conference at w- and then for the conference at large if you are uh, fortunate enough to get in. But again, this team, you know, Coach Keats is doing his best cardiac pack impression. Because every time you want to give up, every time you want to bury this team, they dig that hand up out the grave like Solomon Grundy and say, ah. Oh, we're not going yet
1: just a couple games ago when we were sitting at 13 and seven and five and four in conference, you talked about looking at the rest of the schedule as basically a repetitive one game season since that point you've gone two and zero, oh, and continuing to win these types of games you'll start to creep yourself back up toward bubble talk Of course still plenty of work to do between now and then but I've heard this sentiment several times already it does feel like the two through 15 spots, in the ACC are really up in the air. I mean, Carolina, of course, with you know them beating Duke on Saturday night, they are probably the cream of the crop, as we all understand. They have that Ooh. top spot, more than likely going to run away with it. But everything else in there is up for grabs. NC State's sitting at the four spot. There's no reason why they can't creep even higher than that. But they got to keep this consistency that they've found in these last couple of games. Just continue to handle business, and the rest will take care of itself. My other big picture takeaway is what Kenton had alluded to uh, just a couple minutes ago. This four guard lineup that Keats has started to roll out there, you're finding it to be quite effective. And I think the speed and athleticism that NC State can play with four guards at a time, you're starting to confuse the defenses a little bit. It becomes a little bit more of a mismatch and we become harder to offend both on the perimeter and attacking the basket, oddly enough, even even despite the, the lineup being a bit smaller. But, Things are really starting to click with this four-man lineup. Kenton, what are your thoughts on it?
0: I could not agree more. This, we talked about Kevin Keats when he first got here as being a guy who likes to go small and can it work out, can it succeed in the AZC. Well, damn it, the two big, the twin tower deal ain't working out for us. You got to try something new, okay? If, If the traditional is not working, if the conventional is not working, get unconventional. If the things that that people think and are normally saying, hey, this is the deal, are not going your way, do what you need to do to make them go your way. Shape things and and kind of work your way. And again, to Coach Keats credit, hell of an adjustment, even if it is just going back to who you were. If that's who brought you to this dance, Mr. Keats, if that's who got you this job, if that's what you are best at, run that, roll that. Roll it. We've talked about Michael O'Connell. We've used everything except he's a guy you want to date your daughter, a high character guy to describe him, right? If he needs to be on the court, put him on the court. And if you also need Horn on the court for scoring, put him on the court. And if you also need Marcel on the court for defending, Taylor on the court for defending, put him on the court and we'll figure out
1: the rest from there. If it's unconventional, but it works, then that's what you need to keep rolling out there. If keeping DJ Burns off the floor more than he's on the floor is working, Sorry, DJ, that is how we're going to win basketball games. That's just the reality of the situation. If he's more effective as a microwave scorer, despite, I mean, he did have 10 boards in the Georgia Tech game, but if he's more effective in in pockets than extended minutes on end, then you got to continue to roll Michael O'Connell and DJ Horn in this smaller four-guard lineup because it's working. It's only weird if it doesn't work. You can't mess up the feng shui at this point. Every game counts from here on out, so... Whatever it takes, that's what you got to do to get it done.
0: It's only weird if it doesn't work. That's right. It only won't work in the ACC if it doesn't work in the ACC. (laughs) I mean, and and some people are going to say, well, this is only going to work against uh, inferior talent. And, you know, at some point in time, this is going to catch up, whatever the case would be. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not against that thought. I'm not against you having that feeling. Hey, that's okay. But what is more important is the thought of, Coach Keats has this team winning ball games again after where we thought this is it. This team's packed it in. This team, look, well, not packed it in, but it's just nothing will fall. Close. This, this is just, yeah, yeah, he got pretty close. And, and so to see that you've come back from the brink of that to now, you know, hey, we're doing what we need to do. I'll take it every day and twice on Sunday.
1: Up next, we're going to round out our Monday episode talking about the play-for-K game tonight in Reynolds. NC State hosts Louisville in a battle of the premier ACC basketball teams. After a quick word from our sponsors. Second sponsor of the day is FanDuel. Happy now one week of Super Bowl anticipation to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday is all about scoring the best seat in the house, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and then placing some super Super Bowl bets. FanDuel has so many different ways for you to end the season with a win, or two, or three, maybe even more than that. Not only can you bet on who will win Super Bowl 58 between the Niners and Chiefs, you can also bet on anytime touchdown scores, a a variance of other player props, including over-receiving yards, under-receptions, rushing yards, you name it, they got it. The over-unders on total points that'll be scored, anything you can imagine, you can bet on FanDuel. New customers can join today and you can get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Last couple minutes of our Monday show here. Big time opportunity on Monday night for the women's basketball team. It is the play for K game. One of the best things that NC State is involved with year in and year out. An immense event that raises both money and awareness for breast cancer awareness, obviously in honor of the late coach Kay Yao at NC State. We welcome in number 16, Louisville. This is a big time ACC matchup for NC Not just a big event, but it's a big game in itself. Louisville sits atop the ACC currently in first place. And actually, we're going to play the number two team in Virginia Tech on Thursday as well. But this game is a little bit of a clash of titans here. Reynolds Coliseum has been a little bit of a house of horrors for Louisville in years past. Need to find a way to repeat that tonight. Of course, Louisville is going to get good guard play from Kiki Jefferson, Sidney Taylor, and Jada Curry. So they're going to look to play fast. NC State's going to have to match up with that well.
0: Yeah. The biggest thing is their defense. The biggest thing about Louisville, they're always one of the top defenses in the conference. And this year they're fourth in the conference in points allowed per game. This group is no joke. NC state is however above them in points allowed per game. And so uh, in, in terms, excuse me, in terms of least points allowed per game. And so the, the deal for NC state is simple. Dominate early, do not allow them to get in rhythm and also I know that we're normally a team that scores by committee and all that. You're going to need your stars to step up if you're going to win this game against Louisville. You're going to need some big-time plays from some big-time players and some big-time moments if you're going to win this game against Louisville. That defense anchored by Olivia Cochran is nothing to scoff at whatsoever.
1: The definition of a game that NC State to get out and run early. You've got to jump out to an effective start in this one. To so Again, like Kenton mentioned, you got to knock Louisville off their horse a little bit. If you allow them to get in and get settled, they might pose some problems as this game wages on. So NC State needs to start fast, be effective in running Louisville off the three point line, as they do shoot it fairly well there. But the guards for NC State have to be what they've been all year. They got to play some of the best basketball, which they've been doing lately. Isaiah James needs to step up and lead the way in this one. Senai Rivers needs to step up and lead the way. It's going to be a great game. I think it's probably going to come down to the wire, and we're looking for the ladies to pull this one out.
0: Absolutely. This is again. This team. I, I look at this team and I say to myself, "Hey, if they're going to be something special, you need to win games like this, and you need to kind of step up in conference. Because out of conference, we dominated. We whooped the wheels off some of the best in the country. In conference, there's just been we've just come up short in some games that are you know they're they're really tough losses to really good teams. But you have to get over that hump and win these win the games that you're supposed to win here."
1: That'll do it for us here on Monday. As always, thank you all so much for tuning in with us. Be sure to hit that like button. Drop your comments in the comment box. Tell us what you thought about the men's win over Georgia Tech on Saturday. Tell us what you think about the women's game tonight in Reynolds on Monday. Anything else else you got on your mind, drop it in that comment. We'll be sure to get to each and every one of those. And as always, mash that subscribe button if you have not already. We'll see you all tomorrow. Until then, go Pack.
0: Go Pack.